Hey everybody, Dave Kurt, broker of record with Lake City Realty. And Tristan Ritchie, realtor here at Lake City. And we're coming at you live with another episode of Selling the Rock, your Sudbury Daily Real Estate Podcast. So today, was a, I posed a question to Tristan earlier this morning over some coffee and I said, Tristan, if you were buying a house for yourself, what are the, the top three things you would look for when you're looking for a, to, to buy a house that, that's going to equate to value? And we're always in the marketplace to shop. Like myself, I believe in real estate, especially over the long term. And mm-hmm. Tristan just going through this experience right now, adding to his portfolio. Yep. So what is it? What's the top, you can start with top one thing. What's the number one thing you're looking for when you're looking for a house when you're trying to buy a value? Honestly, for me, it's a uh, pride of ownership. Pride of ownership. Right? I think that's my number one. So I've had experiences buying older homes as rentals and I don't want those headaches that pop up randomly. Obviously, you always get some when you're buying a, any type of property, um, home or rental property. But the peace of mind that I get is what's worth it for me. And I think a lot of people notice that when they're going through a home. It's, it's one thing that like we could try to coach our buyers and, and walk through the process of what pride of ownership looks like because it doesn't mean that the tiles are going to be nice or the kitchen's going to be nice or the bathroom's going to be nice. But if they overall have the caulking done and they have those little things like... It's, it's just, hard to explain. You walk through it, you feel it though. You feel it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... When you find pride of ownership, that means usually that you're not going to find, you know, shoddy electrical work or shoddy plumbing or something like that because mm-hmm. in general, they really cared and looked after the house. So yeah, pride of ownership, I definitely agree with. Um, the first thing that I'm going to look at when I'm looking at, uh, at, at what I think of as a good value in a house, if I was buying a house for myself or for an investment, is going to be, it's, it's the structure. I'm looking at the overall structure. Is it... I'm not an engineer, I'm not a home inspector, I'm not even a contractor, but I've bought enough houses and I've done enough work to places where I'm looking to see, does it look like they've taken out low beams? Does it look like it's, it's? does the grading look like it's too high versus where the rim joist is outside? Because that's something that could end up with being water damage or just the poor grading or poor drainage around the property. Is it the lowest lying house on the in the neighbors? So that means that it's gonna build up with in the spring runoff and things like that. That's what I'm thinking about with structure. I'm thinking about also layout and and the size of the house because I want to when I'm when I'm looking for good value I want to buy the cheaper house on the on the block that kind of thing so is it because it's 600 square feet and the neighbors are all you know a thousand square feet or is it 1500 square feet and it's got some potential so again knowing for a fact that I'm not an engineer or a contractor but I've done enough work I'm taking that overall look at structure and and just saying am I happy with with what I'm seeing here yeah that's that's kind of goes with my next one too is the so number two for you would be um that but just the big items the big items so tell me what are the big items furnace windows and roof furnace windows and roof so what's the price of a furnace typically uh if there's already duct work five grand like that's on the high point yeah um if there's no duct work then 10 plus drywall and all that yeah plus the finishing kind of thing so furnace uh roof what do you think you're into for a roof on an average structure just under ten grand. Yeah, and then you said windows. And what do you think windows would uh, come up to? It really depends on the house, but ten to ten. It it could vary, yeah. Yeah, very much vary. So why is that a bigger issue for you? Because I'm thinking in because I don't think I'm going to keep all my houses forever. But if if I don't need to deal with any of those expensive expensive things right away, then I know that those are huge savings, right? Yeah. I, I just know like if if it's an old roof, then I know in the next five years maybe I have to replace spend 10 grand on a roof 
I, I think when when I, if I was taking your eyes, and I do agree with your point there, it's not on my list, but if I was to take those as an important requirement for when I'm buying a house for myself, it's because I'm not going to see a return on investment. Oh, no. I agree. People pay, people expect a roof that's decent on a house when they buy one. If your roof is brand new, that's great. They're not going to pay you the value for like, oh, that's, that's fantastic. You put a brand new roof up. But if your roof is completely shot, they're going to ask for money off. Mm-hmm. But their expectation is that you have a, a, a good roof. The expectation is you have a good heating system. You know, like it's, it doesn't need to be a brand new furnace, but it needs to work and it needs to not be old. High efficiency, yeah. And it doesn't need to be like on its last legs. And same thing with windows. Like yep. they don't need to be brand new, but they need to be functional. They need to know that in their in the the next five or ten years that they don't. It's not going to be a headache on them that they have to worry about water seeping through or. Replacing. One thing with windows too is sometimes you see windows in the, like early nineties that are completely fine. Yeah. Even eighties. You know, I wouldn't like. There's some of them that I wouldn't wouldn't change, and even some older ones. Like if you're spending twenty grand or fifteen grand on replacing all your windows. How much a year are you saving on hydro? Like two hundred bucks? It's two fifty. The return on investment's not there. It's not there at all. And that's why it's a good approach to take from. There. Only if you you got water seepage, then maybe it is a good idea. But if you don't have water seepage, often changing windows is not really worth it. And what you're going to be more looking at is when you go to sell that house, even if the windows are nineteen seventies or nineteen eighties, and they could be triple glazed, which means there's three pieces mm-hmm. of glass there and they're high efficiency. The next buyer might view them as old, and that's a tough thing because again, then they're going to beat you up on price, or at least in their mind, they're going to take give you a lower price point offer because they're, they're in their mind they have to replace the windows and the, the the little tips we do give to our sellers all the time is go through your house maybe you have two windows that have the seal broken these could be on five year or eight year old windows yeah. you could just get the glass panes re- replaced by somebody like Cosmo in town and when a buyer looks at your house even though they'll say oh the windows are all functioning there's no there's no windows that need to be worked uh, to be redone and, and you might have spent three or four hundred dollars to have that one pane of glass removed as opposed to changing the windows of the entire house and even I was talking to one of the inspectors and he said the R value between old windows and new windows is like so minimal yeah it's like two it's yes it's, so it's, it's minuscule right? yeah so it's like barely worth it to change change them so so the, the second thing that I'm looking for and when I'm looking for value in buying a house is going to be location and I know it's like location 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 <laughs> so true though about. but when I'm thinking about location I'm thinking about an area that I'm pr- I'm pr- like I'm proud to own a house in an area that I see is possibly transitioning or uh, as as good value for the neighborhood I'm looking at an area does the house conform with the neighborhood is it again we went on this in the first point but is it is it too low? Is it the biggest house on the street? I never want to own that. I always want to own the cheapest house on the street so that the rest of the street's going to bring my value up. Uh, and then there's also little things that I look for, like uh, the school zones. Like we can put up the Fraser Institute rankings and we can kind of say, well, this school is actually transitioning towards the top or transitioning lower, where if a, if a house is in a neighborhood with the school zones that are getting poorer and poorer over the last three or four years, maybe this is going to be a leading indicator that prices are going to be stagnant in this location as opposed to an area where um, you know, like if uh, like if, if prices are trending or schools are trending upwards, well, that's going to be an area that more people are going to want to settle in, and more like more families are going to be developing that neighborhood. So, so location again, we know that's the number one thing that drives real estate. But like where I'm proud to own a house and where I'm, I think it's good value, I don't want to overpay. I want to be the cheapest house on the street, and I, and if I can tie it to school zones, and that's another thing that I look for. Uh, that's my number three as well. Number three, yeah. yeah. So it almost should be number one, but <laughs> so it, I feel like they all three of them go together, though, of right? Course. Of course, yeah. but so yeah. what, like anything else to add to the location or like why? I'm, I'm always thinking resale and value, and obviously this is a podcast on value, but 
resale is a big part of value. Um, it's not only for how much you can sell it for, but it's being able to get rid of it or liquidate it fast as well, because we're investors, right? So if we need that money for something else, then we know that it's in a location that's desirable. And often the inflation is higher in those areas. Well, yeah. it, it is higher in those areas. We always, like, I remember you know, hearing about people going down in Detroit and buying houses for 10,000 bucks and you know, that kind of thing, and it's amazing. But at the end of the day, you have to have your exit plan. And by, by putting location upwards on your your value and your ranking system when, when thinking about value, um, you know that you're going to have not just your purchase strategy to get in, but your exit strategy to get out as well. So, so that's a good one. For me, number three would be, it's the... It's, it's looking at the history of the listing. So we find on our team that we get the best deals on places that have been in the market longer. Mm-hmm. So, but days on market on itself is not a leading, is not a kind of an indicator of good value. Days on market can, can combine with price reductions. If a place has been listed for 100 days at the same price, usually that's not a motivated seller. It's, it's a seller that's saying, I'm out there testing the waters, I think my house is worth this, and if I can't get it, great. But if we see a house that's been on the market 120 days and has had three price reductions, they might have started overpriced or whatever, and maybe they were kind of had a, a misrepresentation or a misindication of what their house would sell for. But they're, they're listening to what the market's telling them and they're chasing the market down, mm-hmm. which is a good sign that that's somewhat of a motivation to behind that seller and that they'll actually be very reasonable to negotiate with. So for us, it's for, for me, it's days on market. And the higher the days on market, not just on its own, but combined with price reductions, usually is a good indication that that's going to be. But also, sometimes people reduce it to their lowest point. So you can't, you don't always, you can't always negotiate much. But getting a deal isn't always paying twenty thousand under asking. Exactly. Right, and that's like something that a lot of people have trouble understanding, which makes sense if you're if you don't know the real estate game. But sometimes you can pay ten thousand over asking and still get a good deal. Of course, if it's if it, if. If the, the price compared to what it should be selling at is twenty thousand dollar difference, and you're paying ten thousand dollars over, it's still a great deal there. And maybe if that you got thirty thousand dollars off the price, but you should have got fifty thousand dollars off the price because that's what the true value would have been in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? So it is tough to use listing price as as an ultimate driver, but. The mindset that I like to go in is that's probably a more negotiable seller, and it doesn't mean that I'm going to buy that house from them. But it's a good, a good kind of a, a good, Sorry, fa- a good factor to to have in the back of my mind when I'm negotiating with this person that they have been on the market for a long time. Maybe they've had offers, turn down offers, whatever the case may be. But um, they combine that they have had some price reductions. Maybe they are going to be more of a motivated seller. Yep. Perfect. Well, hopefully you can use those three tips when you're looking and buying your next house in Sudbury. And by all means, if you want to help, feel free to reach out to the team, Tristan directly, myself through our website or directly as well. And we'd be happy to help you out through the process as well. So thanks for listening. If you could like, subscribe and comment, it really means a lot to us. And so we can keep making this great content. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Too. Spread the word, guys. Spread the word. <laughs> yeah. Good news for Sudbury. Okay. Talk, Talk to you guys later, guys.